saw Clifford the other night. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably the longest we've talked before the pod, like like if we were doing the pod. Yeah. What about Clifford? It's the best. Wait, not the movie. big red dog. Not the big red dog. The, okay. The Martin Short is an old man and a young boy. He plays the he's, same. He's hired by New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, so he's an old man teaching this young kid who wants to run away from like an orphanage or a, 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 a school of some kind, and he's like talking about how he when he was a little kid, and then it flashes back to when Martin Short was a kid, and he's playing the role of the kid. Oh my god, it is the best worst movie. It's like hilarious and really stupid at the same time. Is it is it supposed to be just funny? It's supposed to be just funny. Okay. But like, there's like stupid gags in there, like, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, married to uh, Sam Malone. Kirstie Alley. No, god damn it, no. She sucks. No, uh, they never got married either. Uh, she, she has black curly hair. Um, black curly. Okay. Sam. She was, Malone. In, she, she was in Back to the Future Three. I, mean, I have to look this up because. Sam, I. I've... So it was the first chick on Cheers? No. <laughs> Sam, I'm, I'm, talk, I'm not talking about the character. I'm talking about the actor. Oh, Ted Danson? Yes. Rhea Perlman. <laughs> God damn it, no. As, as Sam had said, she was too much woman for him. <laughs> Where is it? God damn it. Mary, I, Mary Steedbergen. I have no idea who that is. You de- she was on th- she was on Thirty Rock. Okay, then I'm gonna marry Steedbergen. Steenbergen. Steen- <laughs> there's too many. There's too many. And oh, yeah, she's, see? <laughs> yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. So there's a part where her and uh, oh, what's the guy's name? How, long, just, how old is this movie? Came out in '94, but was okay. filmed way earlier and just never got released. Was she hot then, or did she get hot as she got older? I think she was like an attractive woman, but as she got older, she became like super cougary. Like she, because she was in um, this is, this is uh, Charles Grodin was the guy. Fuck, I, I, she was in um, Step Brothers. Yeah, and great on Last Man on Earth. Yeah, yeah. But um, there's a scene where she's arguing with Charles Grodin. He like comes to like see her in san francisco because she thinks clifford ran away to like be with her and stuff and not the big red dog not the bigger dog martin okay. short and uh they're not argu- the big red machine they're arguing outside this restaurant and she's like i can spot a phony from a mile away and then two drag queens walk up and uh, and one of them was like hey have you seen a big silver dog out here and she's like no ma'am i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> it is like stupid shit like that like it's not, it's not like, it's supposed to be like a flat out comedy, but it's like very dumb. Okay. It's like top secret. Top secret. Top secret with, um, um, Val Kilmer. Never seen it. It's a, so it's kind of like, um, God, this should probably be what we watch. We should do those, one of those things where we agree to watch a movie and then not watch it. Eventually we'll watch it. <laughs> the, uh, still haven't watched the clumps. Uh, so it's kind of like, um, the naked gun a little bit where it's just like, there's like a joke per second. It's not, this isn't a joke per second. This is like, like basically you feel bad for Charles Grodin because Clifford is like a terror and torturing this poor man who's like taking him in. He's super busy and he's got like a work deadline and like the kid's just obsessed with going to dinosaur world. And like when he finds out he can't go, he like starts pulling some real shit. Like he, he, he changes his voice machine to be a bomb threat. (laughs) So he gets arrested for it. Where can you stream Clifford? Uh, I think it's, I think it's on HBO max right now. Okay. I was, I was just going through movies the other night and came across and I was like, I'm going to watch this. It was, it was a dumb movie. Clifford is a 1994 American slapstick. Yeah, this black song. comedy film. Black comedy film. That's what it says on the Wikipedia. Uh, okay. But anyways, what do you think is a uh, is the best worst movie? Whew, like, 
Like it's a real dog shit movie, but you just love it. I mean, No Holds Barred is in, up yep, there. That's 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 what I'm talking about. Yeah. Cannibal the Musical. I don't like Cannibal the Musical. Oh, uh, it's come on. I would have to watch it again, probably. I think I might have been expecting more than that was willing to give He's me. He's singing a song about his horse. It's called "When I Was on Top of You." And then I don't even remember it. And then uh, Matt Stone goes Fudge Packer, and he offers him some fudge because his name is Packer. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> um, you guys are like, trappers. You're diggers. <laughs> you can't count trauma nice movies. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. It, uh, Cannibal the Musical is a trauma movie. Sort of. They, uh, they. It wasn't a trauma. The trauma bought it. Yeah. They, they, they own it, but <coughs> they, it didn't come out on, on the trauma. Speaking of which, go Seahawks. Ah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I guess No Holds Barred would be the one I would pick. Ah, uh, God. What about Suburban Commando? I remember that one being. I mean, all the Hogan movies. Mr. Nanny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Santa with Muscles. I've never seen that. It's pretty fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Suburban Commando is like the dumbest movie I've ever seen in my life. God. Uh, Santa with Muscles might be stupider. <laughs> is it bad when No Holds Barred is like the fucking... No Holds Barred is, is probably his best movie. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> I saw um, the guy who played Brill... Did a cameo for someone, and he did it as Brill. What? Someone's talking. I feel like pizza tonight. Who? <laughs> I feel like a TV dinner. But yeah, Brill, Brill did a cameo for this guy and called him a jockass. It's amazing that he remembers that. <laughs> He's done so much shit. He's done so many fucking like average movies that... You'd think at this point he'd just be doing Wayne's World cameos. Yeah, like, that's way more famous. And I love you too. <laughs> because I've learned that platonic love can't exist between two men. Like, very good on him. He must have, he must have kept his mind sharp. Yeah, he definitely seems like he's on the ball. Like, he's zero gotta be pretty problems. fucking old. Is he one of those people? Was he like 22 when they made No Holds Barred? Like, he just JJ <laughs> Dillon'd it? Because he looks 40. What's his name? I don't remember his name, but if you just look up the movie, you'll find the cast. But yeah, he, he looked older because he was just a, a tall dad looking dude who had who, like a receding hairline. But now he, he looks pretty much the same. He's just gray. Kurt Fuller? Kurt Fuller. That's his name. He's 67 years old. Okay. And that was what, 1980? 1988, yeah. 1988. So that was... 33 years ago. 33 years ago. He was 34 when that movie came out. Yeah. So he was probably 30 two when they filmed yeah. it we're older than mr brill <laughs> <laughs> jock ass what a what a fucking great character though definitely the highlight of that movie character wise oh no shit <laughs> i mean like Who's... zeus and stan hansen were were fun but she uh... Joan Severance. Y'all is... got some teeny wangers. Ah, no one I know follows her. Chick from the... I'm saying chick a lot. I haven't been saying that what a lot chicken? recently. Um, speaking of Hulk Hogan, Nick Gage was on... Nick Gage was on Dynamite and it's stupid. Oh, it was stupid, but it was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm glad it happened. Like... He tried to do like five minutes worth of actual wrestling and it was terrible. And I'm just like, all right, this is where you get to the good part, Nick. And, he, and it was like right on cue. As soon as I said it, they started doing it. I was like, yeah, okay. Okay. That's all you needed. It's, um, as soon as he did that, uh, back like the rock bottom to the knee, I was like, okay, no more of this. Choke breaker? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, no more of this. That's his, that's his big bootleg drop. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He will forever be Deathmatch Hulk Hogan to me. That's a fair assessment. But. Who, who's a better worker, Nick Gage or Hulk Hogan? Hulk Hogan. Yeah. It's not even close. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen those Japan matches. I mean, also, like. If you only count Hulk Hogan's American work, who's better, Nick Gage or Hulk Hogan? Hulk Hogan. 
If you only, if you completely discount his WCW, because he was pretty dog shit in WCW. Almost, almost all of it was just he was wearing black instead of yellow, and that was cool in WCW. <laughs> he had some pretty good matches in WWF. It's Macho Man. Yeah, but like, even the Andre match wasn't bad. Oh, no, he said um, pretty much all his matches aren't bad yeah. in WWF. I'm not saying they're great. His though. second run WWE matches were, there were some fucking gems in there. The Rock carried him. The, oh, yeah, but he still had good <laughs> matches. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the one with The He's Rock. John Cena. The one with The Rock and Kurt Angle, those stand out, but other than the that. The McMahon one. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I forgot about that. Henry McMahon, yeah. Carrie Hogan in that one? Well, no, that was just a spot fest. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a shame. it's a shame Nick Gage wasn't in that match. It's, instead of Roddy Piper, it's Nick Gage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did you think of uh, Domino's getting mad about the pizza? Oh, stupid. It was brilliant. Yeah, I mean... It was probably the best part of that match. It was probably 1,000% accidental, too. No way. Absolutely no way that was accidental. If it was accidental at all, then, then the gods are smiling on us, and they want to give us good things. We've been good boys, girls, and theys. I don't know. It just seemed like it was too good for it to be like planned that way. I think that, uh, that AEW is on top of shit like that. Well, it wouldn't be AEW, it'd be TNT. Yeah, but I think AEW could negotiate it with TNT. I don't think they said, hey, we're going to have a pizza cutter in this match. And when we cut to the the picture-in-picture, have a Domino's ad. I don't think that that it works that way. I think they just cut away and whatever. I think it does work that way. I don't think so. That has to be planned. If it's not planned, then... I mean, I'm pretty sure they lost the sponsor over it, so... Who cares? Yeah. It's, get, get it's that, only tons of money. Get that racist. <laughs> Shaq's, already, Shaq's already in on the program anyways. Might as well. Well, the racist isn't part of the company anymore. He got booted for the racism. Yeah. I know, but you can't forget that that's Papa John. Because it's literally Papa John. It's like calling Hulk Hogan pizza, but <laughs> fucking... <laughs> call and ask for sushi and they go no no we don't have sushi here like, we, have, we yeah, don't have sushi you... we have pasta mania yeah <laughs> well a lot of hogan's got a lot of food stuff <laughs> yeah the blender pasta mania uh end of list <laughs> sushi pasta sushi <laughs> uh so yeah nick gage was on dynamite and he'll probably not be on dynamite again for a while it's not, it's not for him. That's not where no, he no. excels. He, uh, he needs to be an attraction. He needs to be a- AEW's Goldberg. <laughs> I don't think it'll, he looks, I listened to Cornette say what I knew he was going to say, and I can't disagree with really anything that he said, but like, I still think it's awesome because that's why wrestling rules. He is so much smaller than Chris Jericho, A, because he doesn't eat 10,000 calories a day. Because Jericho's going full fucking, uh, uh, oh my god. Buddy Rose. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Jericho's going full Buddy Rose. Or, uh, what's his face there? Uh... Chris Jericho. No, uh, Ventura's old partner. Oh, um, Adri- yeah, Adrian, Adrian Adonis. Adonis. <laughs> Jericho comes out of Dynamite. Yes, I'm but like it does it does stand out a lot with aew like when especially now we're like it's going to be an influx of wwe people coming in because there's going to be some which we'll get well two of them are pretty much already confirmed two of them pretty much already confirmed one of them is for sure going to do it yes and God, they gotta be able. If they can have this much pro. Not say this much program. They gotta be able to find something to do with all of them. Well, I mean, uh, Hangman's already lost the all-out main event. If you believe the internet. Yeah, but why? 
<laughs> because Daniel uh, Brian Danielson. See, it's hard to it's hard to unlearn. Brian Danielson and CM Punk are coming in, and they're gonna be working those top spots. Hangman will be more over than the two of them in AEW circles. You want Hangman going against the heel? The idea that CM Punk is coming in sold over fourteen thousand tickets at the United Center. <laughs> that is. So I don't think that's true for, uh, for in AEW circles, maybe, but I don't think it's true in the general wrestling Okay, landscape. you might be right. Is CM Punk coming back going to be one of those things where just like, oh, we did want this? Because I kind of like forgotten about it and kind of gave up on it and stopped caring. I already put him in my AEW ring. I, I, feel, <laughs> I feel like it's a lock now. When they came out into the United Center and the crowd chanted CM Punk, and then they put that on the the previews of both of their internet shows this week with the crowd chants very much so part of it. Uh, I'm like, Darby okay. Allen pretty much bring them up. Yeah. Yeah. But like they've been, they've been talking about the United center thing, pushing that. So I'm like, this is pretty much guaranteed to happen. I don't want to sound too much like Russo here, but it's like, Bro, you can't have them wrestle. You have to have them do 45 backstage skits talking what? about all how the Mexican wrestlers aren't that good and how they don't catch on, bro. Is it like a little fishy that WWE is releasing certain people? I think it's fishy that they said, oh, well, Vince said, oh, maybe we should send them more of our talent. And then the next day they released Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Like, like that was super fishy to me. And I'm like, of all the people you release, you cut like the most fucking naturally over person you've had in 10 years. Yeah. Like besides the fact that if he was not any use to you, it's because you ruined him in Saudi Arabia and at the Hell in a Cell, but they were both Hell in a Cell matches, weren't they? I don't remember the Saudi Arabia one. That's when he lost the title to Goldberg. <laughs> okay, I remember that now. <laughs> I was like, oh, what happened there? Um, yeah, man. Ooh. Wow. They, they just... But then they could have made it good again, I guess. I don't know. I don't think Wyatt losing a t- taker of WrestleMania was a bad idea. Uh, Wyatt then pretty much became a jobber in a tag team the next year by... No, he became WWE champion, lost to Orton, which again, fine, whatever. But then he was in a tag team with Matt Hardy, so that kind of pushed him down the card, which is fine. You, re- you, you need to freshen up the character. And then he came back as the Fiend, and it's like, oh, you got, you're back on top again. I, and the, they just fucking, every chance they got, they put the screws to that. I think them, them giving up so quickly on Matt Hardy kind of was the death nail for that version of Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Because if, if they have... If they were given the kind of rope that Matt Hardy probably wanted, and probably earned, I mean, that segment on Raw was the highest rated one they had in for fucking ever. And Vince McMahon told Michael Cole to fucking shit on it and bury yeah. it. And he so, did. And so that's, that's what you fucking, that's what their whole operation is like. Oh, you have something that's naturally over? Shit on it and bury it. I don't like it. You haven't even seen it yet, and Michael Cole's already shitting on it. And then it happens, and it was good, and... No one fucking supposed to care. Was good. More they sold bonds. a million of those fucking t-shirts. Yeah. That's all that he fucking cares about. <clears throat> I, only, I got one of those figures. I d- yeah, I mean, it got it did all it did all the things that it was supposed to do besides be on TV. <laughs> that one promo was pretty fucking great. Which one? The one that kept going back and forth between the two of them. The laughs. The laughs. Got a little grading. I thought it was good shit. It was good shit, but it got grading. It's good the same way that Nick Gage main eventing Dynamite is good. Well, like I said, he should be their Goldberg, and he should just pop up every once in a while and do a death match. At least to give the like, death, like death the matches next, some credibility. Next time you bring him back, bring him back in six months and have the roles be reversed and have someone sort of put in at the, the screws to MJF. And, oh, for sure. And then you have Nick Gage versus MJF. Nick Gage has to be a baby face. Well, that's what I mean. Like, for the, for that, the next thing you do, that's what you do. It's, it's so much different when you're not in a disgusting room of scumbags. <laughs> like, like, like waiting for their hero to come back against the evil figure man. 
<laughs> yeah. So GCW World, the former bank robber, drug addict, uh, who turned his life around is the baby face, and the guy who collects figures is the heel. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. It re- Someone posted a picture of... Fitz McMahon with the ECW belt and Matt Cardona with the GCW belt. Didn't, they didn't see that one. That's okay. pretty great. Yeah. That was a picture of Zack Ryder, CM Punk, and Daniel Bryan in 2011. Yeah. And like, like the most talked about things on, in wrestling in 2011. Like, he's a fucking Zack Ryder. God damn. He, uh... He got me on this one. Well, I mean, it was too good not to... It was, it was like one, arguably the best thing that's happened in wrestling this year. Fuck. Arguably. I won't say it's the best. And he's going to get the sure, whole Cardona verse booked on GCW shows now, too. Have you seen him? He took the belt to Disney World, and uh, he, uh, when he posted the picture of Vince McMahon holding, like wearing the ECW belt with the black sweatsuit and the yeah. do-rag, he, had, he photoshopped his face on the GCW title over it. Uh, so it was like that photo and then the, the Photoshop photo next to it. And he said, same energy. <laughs> his, his, um, <laughs> his merch drops that he has on pro wrestling tees right now are fucking great too. Yeah. He, Cause he's doing Cena stuff. Like it says like the champ is here and you like, can't pizza cut me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's working. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's good stuff. It's but. my favorite thing in wrestling. I've been really enjoying AEW lately. I think their their shows have been, for the most part, uh, home runs on a weekly basis. I didn't basis. watch all of it last week, but yeah. It's just an entertaining show. It wasn't, like, a couple weeks ago, the first night of uh, Fighter Fest, I think, was their best show in a long time. But, like, two weeks ago was really good. Last week was really good. Um, it's hard to talk about it because it was six days ago, so it's not fresh in my mind anymore. But they brought in, like, Chavo Guerrero... Uh, we might, we might get Ric Flair there too. Oh, God. <laughs> I've had enough of Ric Flair on TV. Yeah, well, what I heard he was released for was that he was upset that Charlotte wasn't being booked right. Which, yeah, she's been she's been really having a struggle. That's a real rags to riches story for her. Yeah, it's a shame they're burying her so bad. <laughs> Fifteen fucking title reigns in three years. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. Uh, so, so, but also, it's been like four years. Yeah, but also, Dimmick mentioned this. He was like, they might have said that uh, they wanted to find a, way, a reason to release him before the uh, Plan Ride from Hell episode of Dark Side of the Ring airs. Why? Because I guess he did some sketchy stuff on that plane, like as opposed to all the other documentaries that came out where Ric Flair does a bunch well, of sketchy shit. Well, I think this time he they like, were all about that fucking thirty for thirty coming out. And no, I think like this time he was that. like forcing the stewardesses to like grab his dick and was like getting real fucking assaulty with one of them. So I guess it's like real bad. They were looking for a reason to sort of when does um, poke at him for a little bit. When does Darkseid come back? Fall, I think. I think they're doing that split season with spring and fall. I want the rest of them. Yeah. I want that Canyon episode. Yeah, I do too. I watched, I've been watching a lot of 99 WCW the past couple of weeks. I've, I've taken a few weeks off, but Canyon's all over those. And I'm just like, God damn it, dude. Is that the Jersey triad? Or is yes. That, yeah. yeah. It was him, Bam Bam, and DDP. Like on the mic, whatever, but like in the ring, Canyon's fucking carrying those matches. Did you have a little ROH run? I don't know. I don't remember. I know he tried for a TNA one, but it didn't really happen. I think the reason, I think he took a photo of the contract and put it up. Oh, online, you're right. He did. And then they're like, you're banned for life, <laughs> which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But he was like, you want me to sign like everything away to you? You want to sign my likeness like forever too? Like you would never be able to get it back. And he was just like, no. Poor Canyon. Yeah, he got. He a... really got stiffed in a bad way. He <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, Well, I mean, WWE fucking basically told him to go out there and act like a fag, and then he goes out there and acts like Boy George and gets beat up by the Undertaker to the the cheers of the crowd. And then they don't. And then they release him. So 
not not the best look for WWE. It's, that's probably my least favorite uh, segment in WWE history. I remember watching that and being like, what the fuck? Like, fuck this. Least favorite segment in WWE history. God. There's so many bad ones. The Jim Ross colonoscopy. Uh, definitely up there. I mean, just... Why would you do it? it, it like, I, I remember watching it with a straight face being like, this isn't funny. It's mean-spirited. The guy has cancer, and you're kind of making fun of him. Like, he could die, and you're on TV making fun of him. Like, it, oh, I just thought it was fucking shitty. Um, yeah, that's pretty shitty. Those two... Uh, what did Jim Ross ever do to them? Right? They really treated Jim Ross like shit. And is Jim Ross like a real piece of garbage? Maybe. I don't know. Because he, Dr. Death was mean to him in WCW. Yeah. Well, and I thought was, Dr. Death was his friend. Maybe he was upset that he didn't keep him around. Nothing that he told him what was going to happen happened. And they fired him after he got injured from the brawl for all. Hmm. So, so maybe he was salty over that. Not a salty, though, like Ric Flair. <laughs> Sexual assaulty? <laughs> Sexual assault of the earth? <laughs> as your future mjf <laughs> Woo. <laughs> uh so yeah that's that was our wrestling bullshit bray wyatt, bray wyatt might be in AEW with cm punk and brian danielson they start the new world order oh my god they, they the new world order <laughs> Oh, like they all just have spiky hair and. and How much of the Nexus is there right now? Uh, the CM Punk version. Let me think. Well, Wyatt's not there yet, but maybe Wyatt Punk available. Let's say available to them. Yeah. Uh, Ryback's out there. Ryback's out there. Uh, Slater's hurt, but he's out there. Um, Darren Young is with New Japan doing the New Japan Strong stuff. Um, so he's probably available to him because of the, the forbidden door. Uh, oh yeah. Tanahashi might be, uh, AEW bound for like a match against Moxley at all out. Good. I like that shit. Yeah. If you're three quarters, your television programming and one quarter, like super match. Yes. Into that. No, the, the, um, the Tanahashi stuff, like Moxley was talking about it. He's wrestling, um, uh, Archer for the U.S. title on the 14th. It's, I think it's in the New Japan Strong Dojo. Haku's kid's real big. He's a tall boy. He's a tall boy. Speaking of tall boys, we'll get to that, but I guess uh, the Molson Brewing Company is canceling a bunch of their lines, like Old English and Keystone Ice, uh, um, High Life Flight. I haven't seen High Life Light literally once in my life. Yeah, me neither. Keystone Ice, I... Keystone Light's good. I've never... Yeah, I, I Keystone don't... Light will never go away because college. Yes. <laughs> OE going away. Old English is, is an odd one. The old I'll, English is a... I'll never have a brass monkey again. What's Eric Toronto going to do? <laughs> <laughs> well, me, on tour, me and Tim Murphy got Old English 40s, drank it down to the label, and then filled it up with orange juice. Yeah, that's brass monkey. Top. Yeah. Those were good. But, I mean, did people just not drink malt liquor anymore? Because they're... I think people drink less now. I think children drink less. I think young kids drink less because, I mean, why would you drink when you could just do meth? Or smoke weed. Weed's probably not as available to them as, like... Street drugs. I feel like it, it's all like ketamine and like vaping and shit like that. There are a lot of kids doing ketamine. There was. I just assuming that children are smarter. Maybe, maybe they are. Alcohol's bad for them. It really doesn't do much good for you. So now I'm addicted to it, and it's the only thing that makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Either kids are like too smart for it and they stay away from it, or they're just doing the real hard shit. I feel like we've gotten past the generation that does that's doing the real hard shit. Maybe. I think, I think we're in the generation of people that smoke weed instead of drink. I do both. 
Me too. Yeah. Well, I guess I haven't smoked weed in fucking forever at this point. I mean, I drank 12 uh, claws the other night. 12 claws, huh? What we're doing the podcast to a drinking game for uh, Godzilla versus Hedera. And so I just drank five watching that. <laughs> we went camping last weekend. I'm yawning. Motherfucker. <laughs> and I got, I got a selection of tall boys. I got some Modelo. I got some uh, Miller Lite. And I got some Narragansett's. I'm not a I'm not a big Narragansett guy, but uh, I'd fuck with the Miller Lights, the dad beers all day. Yeah, Modelo's good too. I'm um ever since they changed back to the the dad bear can, I'm like, okay, this is what it should be. It's kind of the point. It's been back for so long now that I see the one that it was before the new Miller Light. I'm can. like, oh, that's old. Like, wow, that's pretty cool looking. <laughs> uh, but I de- no definitely the newer the the new old cans are better. It's yeah. like it's like when you brought back the the classic IC belt, and you're like, "Yeah, this is what I'm fucking talking about." Yeah, it kind of it's exactly that. <laughs> and if they ever change the setup again, I'll just be like, "Yeah, this sucks." <laughs> Every company should just have three logos, and just kind of cycle through all three of them. I mean, like just one is fine. Having having two is is for like a something fun is is fine too. Three, I feel like, is a bit much. I don't know what you'd use the three for. Well, I'm trying to think. Is just the two Miller Lite logos? Like, let's see what they're what all Miller Lite logos were. Because it wasn't Miller Lite if it was just light beer. The L I T E. Yeah, logos, logo history. There we go. <laughs> Real fucking ham fisted. Ooh. Ooh, it really has pretty much only been those two. Well, the the NU Miller Light can, the light is pretty much the same thing. It's just a little more modern. That is a good looking. These are all good looking cans. I don't know. Even it's a little. I don't know. The 2004, it's been back for seven years. Lucas, who I, uh, who I call Lord, Lord Alfred Hayes, Hayes spelled H-A-Z-E, uh, says basic suck stick. Or he said suck dick, not even S-U-X, like a fucking man. Corey, WWE sucks dick. What are you going to do about it, huh? Sucks dicks. D-I-X. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so sorry. Why am I yawning? We're only a half hour in. God damn. God damn! <laughs> nice. Um, fucking uh, Red Sox have been sucking lately. That's because well, they didn't get Max Scherzer. <laughs> they got Kyle Schwarber, though. They thought, they thought Kyle Schwarber was Max Scherzer. <laughs> we got Schwarber on the Nationals. We told you to get Max Scherzer. Ah, I mean, it's my first year of the job. We can't really. <laughs> just like his, just at least a second. Yeah, he came, he came in after Dombrowski got fired like halfway through. He's the one that traded Mookie. The, Mookie, the, Mookie bet. The, John Henry told him to, though. Yeah, but he's the one that did it. So that's, he's been there that long. Yeah. Mookie bet. Mookie bet. I just like how they, David Ortiz uh, says Mookie bets. Mookie th- bet they uh they got rid of Mookie to like get under the the uh, luxury tax. The luxury tax. Thank you. And Mookie like, bet because they didn't think they were gonna be competitive. And now this year they're like right up there. They're they're one of the best teams in the league. And it's like they stay pat and they don't go over the tax to try to win so a championship dumb. again this year. I was just kind of like ah, I don't know. Like it's I disappointing. Get- I get why they didn't go after Scherzer, though, because, like, why would you go after him or give up? You would need to to sign an extension. Right. But you also have Chris Sale coming back, too. Yeah. And that's going to be a big boon for your your pitching staff. Well, you should go for fucking someone like Barrios, who has another year on his fucking contract. I think they were looking at him, too, yeah. But um, I don't know what they were looking to give up. so I mean I'm glad they kept they kept like uh Charon Duran around like that kid's fucking phenomenal. Fuck farm systems. Well, did you see 
Duran basically hitting it inside the park home run. It was ruled a, a triple with an error, but um, and, and Fenway, he just hit it right dead center. It took a little bounce off the uh, the uh, the door there, and uh, the center fielder kind of bobbled it when he tried to pick it up. I did not. Uh, yeah, that was last week though. I have watched one single Red Sox game. Um, Everything else I know is from updates from box scores and the such. Gotcha. Yeah, that's mostly what, I, what I've been doing, too. Um, those Rays game were tough to watch, though. Those are bad games for the Red Sox. Were they just like, all right, we're done? No, they were trying. They just lost Rays to a good, good team. good, too. Yes, that's what I mean. Like They were trying. They just lost to a good team, so it just sucks that that happened. But for the most part, they... Look at the Rays picking up some players at the deadline, too. Yeah, well, the Yankees, too. Um, you know, the Yankees, the Yankees would have done it if they were 20 games under. Yeah, I think there's pressure on them, though. I, th- I, th- I think uh, Aaron fucking Boone's gone after the season. Uh, Aaron oh. fucking. Oh, there's. Speaking of Aaron fucking Boone, I'm wearing my Tim Wakefield shirt. <laughs> uh, your Adam Cole shirt? My Adam fucking Cole shirt? No, uh, I saw a photo of Tim Wakefield a few years ago, and I was like, he looks exactly like Adam Cole. Okay. Let's see. But Tim Wakefield, baby. Uh, okay, I can see it. In is it this picture? It wasn't that photo, but yeah, like basically, I saw it was a group photo of him with like a bunch of people, and uh, I was looking at it. I was like, Adam Cole. <laughs> What a dork. Tim Wakefield? Yeah. How dare you? He looks like a like dork version of Roger Clemens when he's pitching. He looks like a, a, a clean-cut version of Adam Cole when he's holding trophies. Thanks for uh, being... You couldn't have gone a little bit longer. Yeah, thanks for being the unselfish hero of 2007. Who? Uh, Tim for Someone had a big old sign that said that. Which I'm just kind of like, I kind of feel like that, uh, what's his face there? The, the shortstop we had. JD. That, um, yeah, JD Drew was the unselfish hero. 2007? Yeah. JD Drew was an outfielder. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, was his in- brother the second... Bra- Stephen Drew was not 2007. Stephen Drew. That, was, I, was, I think I was confusing the. Stephen the Drew positions. was 13. But, yeah, but JD was the uh, 2007 season, and he had a great playoff run that year. He was very good in those playoffs, and that, that was it. <laughs> he was useless this during the season and the next several. He years was just fine. He was like an okay player. He just didn't. He didn't care. And that's like that's worse than being bad at baseball in Boston. Is not caring. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, Josh you Beckett. You don't got, yeah, Josh Beckett. Should <laughs> get a beer? Like, my day off's my day off. <laughs> it wasn't your day off, though. You were supposed to pitch. Can you imagine anyone else giving anyone else shit for, I, Josh Beckett, I like him. I agree with him. Okay, but. That's yeah. how you knew baseball was going the wrong way because everyone's a fucking in my day hardo. Yeah, but I think at the same time the Red Sox had a a really shitty collapse that September. They were the best team in baseball going into September, and by the end of it, they didn't make the playoffs because they lost to the fucking Orioles. Because Buck Showalter was fixing the games. Oh, it's, speaking of fixing the games, did you see the thing about um, was it a Vander Kane, or am I thinking of the wrong person? I think it was a Blackhawks guy. Like, there's, there's, uh, they're investigating. Yes. Oh, I did hear though, because it, it was uh, not. It was not what was on the Blackhawks. It's on, what it was, was on, on the Sharks. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. He, he, they were talking. He was confirmed to be betting on the games and possibly fixing them. Yeah. I or something that. that I heard. Like that's fucking bananas. Hockey does not need that shit. Like, I feel like hockey's been nothing, nothing but an uptrend for. Since the last time I was just, there was the lockout. When was that lockout? God, wasn't that long ago. 
It was the year that the Blackhawks beat the Bruins in the finals. So 2013. Yeah. Yeah. You almost forget about the that lockout, too. Because, I mean, like, nothing really bad. It was worthless. Yeah. All it did was, like, fucking, like... The best of the four fucking sports just cannot stay on the ice. Well, I think at this point they're on the ice, the ice too late in the year. Like, there's no reason to be playing hockey in July. I or, mean... Or in, like, late June, either. I mean, usually it goes into... No, you're right. I mean, has it just happened because they all got fucked up last year? I think it's because the season was pushed back a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, it was just too long, in my opinion. It ended last last year in May or June, not last year, two years ago, when the Bruins lost the Stanley Cup to the St. Louis. Blues. It usually ends in in June. Yeah. That that game was just dog shit. What a fucking great day in the city of Boston for me. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, let's go out and watch Game Seven of the Stanley Cup. Ooh boy, this isn't going well. Let's go to another place and see if the luck changes. Like, this game sucks. And then well, just like watching like grown men with tears in their eyes on the tee, like, oh fuck. When yes. they were already down one nothing, and Marchand skating off the rink with eight seconds left, and they score again, I was I was ready to shut the game off. I was like, okay, the, you might as well have two goals on four shots, <laughs> two nothing. It's over. This is embarrassing. They get, they signed Holligan. Ain't fucking Crazy's gonna go play in the they Czech lost Crazy, yeah. And they lost. And they uh, spent a lot of money on another goalie. What the fuck are they doing? They spent a lot on another goalie, which they already have a good backup, and they got a kid waiting in the wings. Um, only a matter of time before he's ready. Who's a good backup? Udobin? I was saying Halak. Oh, I mean, I meant to say Halak. Hudobin, uh, they haven't had in the long a long time. Of years. <laughs> <laughs> they got rid of him and they got Hollick. And he's, well, I think Hollick's better than Hudobin, but uh, well, I don't know about that. Hollick's not great by any means. He's just a good backup. Yeah, I think he was pretty shitty last year, though. Uh, he, he, he did his best during the playoffs. I, I, you can't really blame it for him. Those, the, the playoffs two years ago? No, he was in the playoffs last year because he, because, uh, Fucking Rasks went home. So, I mean, okay. You say last year because it's technically last year. Yeah. I'm saying last year, like it's the most recent hockey season. So you're right. Oh, this past season. Like, no. This uh, past season, he stunk. Yes. Yeah. He Uh, lost his job to two children. (laughs) In a trench coat. (laughs) Yeah. Two two children in a trench coat. From... Uh, from Bojack Horseman. But they also lost uh, Luzon to the uh, the Kraken. So that's another defenseman they're down. Meh. So they've lost Kevin Miller. They've lost Luzon. Uh, well, yeah, that's, like, that's like the Red Sox losing Dustin Pedroia last year. <laughs> well, I'm not like crying over that, but I'm just I saying know. they've lost like a lot of depth in their defense, and they've not really addressed it. Correct. That's what I was trying to And they to used to. all their money. That's yeah. Um, they didn't end up. Yeah, they didn't. They fucked it up. They were supposed to have a shitload of money. Rask is off the books. They're not going to have him this year. What's the point in signing him? They might even just sign him back too. Pro. I mean, they signed the guy that they signed to what four years for five million a year. Twenty million. Yep. I don't even know so, who it is. So that, I mean, that's less than what they paid Rask. I think what Rask. Well, was yeah, but Rask seven. was a high-paid goalie. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think I'm all set with him from now on. I, like, it's too much of like, a, he, we can't win the cup with him vibe. So I he'll, like, he'll, he might get you there, but he ain't winning it. I remember it was, it was used to be Rask and Tim Thomas. That two good goalies isn't a huge problem to have. Ride the hot hand. Yeah. But like, I feel like Tim Thomas definitely had that, like that competitive winner's edge. And I don't think, I don't That's think that, true. uh. Tukaras, like I, I, I like Tukaras better as a human being, but I don't think I don't like him better as a, a Tim Thomas goalie. is one of the few people who I can say for a fact that I don't care how fucking batshit insane and how much I hate them because that run in the playoffs was like okay, fine, I can forget about your politics. Well, I didn't know about his politics until after he was, was you know, I didn't either, and it doesn't change my 
Tim Thomas rules. But he's he was a real fucking idiot about that. He got like embarrassed by people. Like he filmed a commercial uh, with a lesbian. He didn't know she was a lesbian. And then a few days later, he's talking about how much he hates gay people on the radio. And then like that actress like called in and was like being like, you know, you worked with a, a lesbian. You didn't even know it. And you didn't you didn't say anything about it then. And he just looked like such a fucking buffoon. And he pretty much got chased out of town because he looked fucking stupid. At every turn, he just couldn't help but be, like, the biggest doofus in the room. He just didn't show up. Yeah, but, like, that's when it all started. He didn't get chased out of town. He... There was a lot of negative media coverage on Tim Thomas. Oh, there was a ton of it. He didn't want to be here anymore by the end of it. Yeah, he didn't want to be here is why he wasn't here. Yeah. They would have brought him back because he won them a Stanley Cup. Yes. He's the only reason they won that Stanley Cup. If he won them that Stanley Cup and never fe- fucking said shit about shit and just... He'd be... Fucking the there'd most. A, there'd the be most a over, statue of them. Yeah, they'd take down the ore statue. They wouldn't take it down. They'd put up. But the, take down the ore statue and put up the statue of him stopping that shot in the Philadelphia series. They wouldn't take it down. <laughs> I mean, the ore statue is going to be there forever. Come on. They would burn this ore statue. <laughs> <laughs> sell it for scrap. S- sell it for scrap. <laughs> put, see if they can melt it down to put up the Tim Thomas statue of that save he made in that fucking Philadelphia Flyers game. It's like in Game of Thrones where they melt down uh, Ned Stark's sword to be the swords for the people who killed him. They make two swords out of it. <laughs> so they make a Tim Thomas and a fucking, uh, uh, what's his face? The coach. Claude Julian. Clo- they make a Claude Julian <laughs> Tim Thomas statue. <laughs> Claude Julian. The team that he coached this year went to the Stanley Cup Finals. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> the team he coached for part of the year. Team that he, at the beginning of the season, and, he and had a job. Be, let's be real. He, they only went to the Stanley Cup Finals because there was a Canadian playoff contingent. That's the only reason they made the playoffs. God, they were so overmatched in the fucking final. Yeah, it was, you know, I thought they were going to get swept. It was a gentleman's sweep, but I thought, like, there's no way. I wish they won so bad. Like, in the in the grand scheme of things... I'm glad the Canadians didn't win it. Yes. But, like, for the moment, if you're, like, chasing that feeling. If it were. Like, you're just watching something that's going to piss everyone in Boston off. Slash, like, it's a great underdog okay. story. Like, fair, but I, I I would hate. I would be part of that people who just, like, ugh. Yeah, it's a. I would rather see the Yankees win the World Series than see the Habs win the Stanley Cup. Every year but this one. <laughs> but no. For, no including this one i oh. didn't like it because it was such a, sh- a shitty way to get there in 2024 too. my opinion would change on that my mouth would taste of trash <laughs> but in 2021 if the canadians beat the tampa bay lightning in the stanley cup finals like we oui, we oui. oh tu parles français ça va oui est-ce que tu mets tête eh? Rougeau. Ah, for toi. <laughs> I don't know. I just called you a shithead and fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tabarnak. <laughs> I thought of something. Ah, oui, oui, d'accord. Au revoir. Um, c'est ça bien. Um, anyway. <laughs> that was... <laughs> uh, c'est ça. <laughs> what, is, what does Tabarnak mean? Uh, like suck my dick or something. I is it slurry? I forget. I don't know. I had a roommate that used to say it all the time. Okay, let's. We got eleven minutes, so yeah, we're just being goofy so, at this point, I, as, as opposed to the serious talk we were having for Tabar Tabarnak is one of the is one of the worst curse words you can use in the French. In French Canada. There's no Canada like French Canada. French Canada has a strong tradition of Roman Catholicism, and this sacrilegious word takes the word tabernacle in vain. Tabernacle. Huh? I'll give you some tabernacles for that tabernacle. It's the French version of God damn it. Oh, God. Oh, tabernacle. It's taken just as... (laughs) <laughs> okay. 
Shut the zone. Cheeseburger. Extra fromage. Tell her not. Um. Fuck. That was good. French. I wish I knew any fucking more French words to do French cornet. Uh, I can't think of any. His wife looks like a French person. She is a dog. She's a French poodle. <laughs> yeah. A full size one. <laughs> She's two. <laughs> Have you ever seen a, like a, a regular size poodle? They're yes. fucking huge. Yeah. <laughs> but like tall. I'm, you know, she... Yeah. She ain't dunking on no one. <laughs> oh, did you see the video of like the seven foot two Chinese girl? She's 14. No. And she's like, she's playing like junior high basketball. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. There was, there was some visual to that listener. What, what's um, your, uh, what's your opinion on Simone Biles being like, eh, you know, she was never going to fucking participate in any of those things. Yeah, she was, she I mean, she won the gold last time. Yeah, not this year. She was hurt when she went there. Yeah. Yeah. And who cares? She's there because she's fucking the face of the sport in this yeah. country. And then the other perfectly capable gymnasts won gold medals. Yeah. Like, yeah. what's the fucking problem here? Yeah, okay. Like, so was, is, like, that's what I was going to th- like, try to get at. No fucking, like, who cares? That, that's where I'm like. like Simone, I'll, what I will tell you, because I watched some gymnast stuff because I went to the 110 Grill last week and it was on the TV. American gymnasts are, like, jacked. Yes, they have they have like buff shoulders. Yeah, like they're not wearing goose suits. Like they look like they'd kick the shit out of you, kinda. I like it. They look like athletes. I mean, they are athletes. <laughs> like I don't want to <laughs> disparage gymnasts because, like, clearly, like they're bunch of Jordan Graces out there. <laughs> <laughs> but like, then you see like the if the Russian ones were were pretty jacked too, and then the Chinese ones like just like are like like twigs. Yeah. Very impressed with the uh, the body mass of the gymnasts. That's not what my brain goes. They when train all year to get their little bodies to look like that. Yeah, good on them. Look like I could throw a punch that would knock me the fuck out. Who'd you pick to win, Troll Boy? What's that? Who'd you pick to win, Troll Boy? Troll Boy? No, you're not picking Troll Boy. Come on, Troll Boy. You know you're not going to win. You know why. <laughs> the whole time I've been doing it, I think you should leave Sketch. Okay. The little buff boys. Oh, gotcha. With the goose suits. <laughs> it's a carnival term. It's just, I don't. Even, I can't reference it. I know that they travel around. I don't want to be around anymore. Fourteen-year-old Chinese <laughs> basketball player, seven-foot-five Chinese fourteen-year-old Zhang Zhu, seven-foot-five, five hundred pounds. I mean, w- where's a one-strap singlet? <laughs> This basketball game is over. <laughs> Okamania is over. <laughs> and I will deliver the bell. Yeah, 14 years old. There's two of them. <laughs> she looks like two children in a trench coat. Yes. She also looks like her, her per, poor knee already. Yeah. I remember when I went to college and like all these like super tall girls were on the basketball team, like not like seven feet, but like, you know, six, three, six, four, six, five. And like, they always had their knees wrapped up and I'm just like, ugh. Like, that must suck. Can't imagine. Yeah. Like I bitch about being tall. That girl is fucking 14 inches taller than I am. (laughs) (laughs) And like, I have a hard time like in cars. I mean, I'm a boy in car. Burn up. (laughs) <laughs> but like Jesus Christ! You mentioned if Taco <laughs> F- You mentioned if Taco Fall fell. Uh, That'd be catastrophic. He's, he's an unrestricted unref- free agent. I mean, is someone else going to sign him as their victory cigar? <laughs> I don't know. I feel um, bad because he's not very good at basketball. Evan Fournier left. He's on the Knicks. Man, the, that sucks. The Celtics were looking to trade Marcus Smart 
for Alonzo Ball, but he signed with Chicago. I think it was a sign and trade with Chicago. Um, Chicago's loading up. Yeah. They're not going to be good. No. I mean, I would have rather had Marcus Smart than Alonzo Ball. Oh, no, not me. Um, just for this team, because, I mean, you need someone to play defense. I, I'm, I'm Alonzo not lo- Ball's a very good I'm not in love with his... I'm not in love with his fucking shooting capability anymore, though. Like, but last year in the bubble, I was like, Marcus Smart could take the sh- could shoot as many threes as he want because he's shooting around forty percent this year. He he dipped to like below I will, thirty. I, I will think. always support Marcus Smart taking as many three pointers. No, as he wants. not this year. Not after this year. Not after this year. If it was gonna, it regressed so bad that I was like, if I can't gonna support trade it anymore. Marcus Smart for someone like Lonzo Ball. I think they'll. I was thinking about this the other day, and we might have even talked about it on the pod. The ball kids have been pretty good, and I think that Lonzo's getting better. His brother's probably better than he is right now. Yeah. But, like, and his, like, they're fucking, their other brother's going to come in and be good, too. All three of them are going to be good. That fucking dumbass knew he had something. <laughs> big baller brand uh while we're on the topic of sports i had a conversation with uh our pal griff the other day can i can i channel his emotion for this a little bit yeah yeah. can we stop lying to ourselves okay so fucking tom brady leaves the goddamn patriots and he's he wins the super bowl is that the biggest fuck you to bill ever like it wasn't your this one will be (laughs) like like bill fucking refuses to to give Tom the weapons he needs to be successful, saying, like, oh, no, it's because I can sign these bums and I'm such a good coach that I can make them into something when really it was Tom Brady making them into something? I don't think it's quite that. I Tom Brady joined a team that went 7-9 and took them to the Super Bowl and won. We, he left the Patriots, who then went 7-9. Yeah, he went to a team that went seven and nine, but had a quarterback who threw for the most passing yards in the league. So the receivers weren't just like good; they weren't like good receivers. They were otherworldly receivers. And they just needed a quarterback, so they had a an old guy who was good at quarterback take less money than a quarterback that should be that good. So it's kind of a perfect storm. Yeah, give Belichick a chance to retort, is what I say. Well, I mean, he had last year, and you know, he didn't even bother. He didn't get a quarterback until fucking camp had already started. Yeah, give him a chance to to respond to that. So, for me... Give him a re- also, last season didn't count. Well, Gr- Griff went out. I, I was not channeling Griff's emotion at all. He was pretty much yelling at, at me. He's probably <laughs> right. Uh, and I'm just like, because he knows that I'm a... I, I drank the haterade for Brady. Like, I don't know him making that joke at the fucking White House while he actually going to the White House. Fucking retire so I can like you again, Tom Brady. <laughs> I saw, I see his his photo with the him with all his rings in his hands, and I'm like, yes, 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 yes. Fuck you. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I kind of like the part that bothers me more about the Super Bowl now is Gronk. I don't know why. What, because they traded one of the greatest quarter, uh, tight ends of all time to a team for a fourth-round fucking pick? And you, you got basically nothing for him? It's amazing that they got a fourth-round pick for him. But I'm, what I'm saying is... What do they, like, it's either a fourth-round pick or you just don't play football anymore. Yes. But I what, mean, how, what I'm saying is like he would only go to the Buccaneers, right? Yeah. So Patriots could set their price, right? You don't think they could get a, they could have got a, a, a third or a second for him? Or, no. Or, or a third, sh- no, I don't, a third and a fifth? I'm they got a fourth. You don't think they could have gotten more? No. They traded, okay, so they traded Garoppolo for a second. Two seconds. You don't think they could have got a first? For for Garoppolo? Yes. Um, I think they, they probably could have gotten a first. They were offered a first earlier in that season. If you listen, depending on who you listen to, they were offered three firsts. Yeah. So, no, I'm, I don't. I'm not in love with their their office trades and their ability to do shit like I that. I think the Garoppolo thing was probably they waited too long to do it. I don't think that Belichick wanted to trade Garoppolo. I think he wanted to keep Garoppolo. Yes. Um, so when he's here next week, because that's getting some steam again. Um, but, I mean, Gronk could go one place. And it was either like, fuck you, Tampa Bay, or... 
what's the best you can give us? Like, that's pretty much it. They didn't need Rob Gronkowski. That's no, the they, would, they wouldn't have even had Rob Gronkowski. But what I'm saying is, what did they get from it? A fourth for a guy who basically just won him a Super Bowl. He didn't win them the Super Bowl. He helped. He was good in the Super Bowl. He was yes. very below average throughout the year. He wasn't even their best tight end. During the playoffs, he was. But during the year, Cameron Brait was their best tight end. Correct. He was also their worst offensive target. And he was still very good. Yes. So. Like, Rob Gronkowski, like... It was a fourth round pick just because they, they knew because they could get it. And but that that speaks more to what the Bucks had. They had the best receiving core in their in their league when Brady got there, and then they got even better with Antonio Brown later in the season. Yeah, the Patriots refused to give Tom Brady the the weapons he needed because they all said it was Bill's coaching. Well, Bill's coaching without Tom Brady got them to a losing season and no playoffs. So now it's really do or die. Well, it was also. Like this is like if they don't win with the with how much they've loaded up this year, then I honestly don't think they're going to. They have to make the playoffs. Yeah, I don't think they're going to. I remember when the Eagles did this. They signed all the. They signed fucking. They signed Namdi Asamoah. They signed. Okay, I can't even remember all the fucking players right now. <coughs> but they just signed a bunch of fucking. They signed a bunch of players that like all the top free agents, and they sucked. Well, I don't think the Patriots are going to suck. I think they've loaded up too much to be a bad team. Um, uh, but but when it comes to the AFC, everyone was jonesing for the fucking Colts, and the Colts. I mean, they lost their quarterback that they just signed. So who knows? Yeah, what, what happened with him? He has to have foot surgery. So he's out for the season. He's out for three months. Jeez. Yeah. Yikes! He sold a bill of goods. Um, so the Colts, I'd have to say, you probably just take your king piece and you fold, you put that. Who's their backup? Is it Jacob Y? They signed, uh, fuck, I forget who they, who they picked up, but they didn't pick up Blake Bortles. I was surprised. I was like, signed Blake Bortles yesterday. He's a free agent now. Um, he would have been your starting quarterback and they could have been something with him. Not like the best, they wouldn't be the best team in that division. Trade for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Looks like that's been squared away. What about what if Andrew Luck comes back? Well, if Andrew Luck came back, that'd be another story. I mean, then then you you've got your guy back, um, and then they go twelve and four and lose in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. However, Captain Andrew Luck returns to Twitter, and that's really the only reason why Andrew Luck should even come back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there anything else? We did a pretty good job finishing this up. Uh, girls and cars. We. They pass you on the road with a smile, and you have to look wise. Watch it to yourself, could a woman really look that nice? Mm, girls in cars. Girls in cars. I love girls in cars. Girls in cars. They always get you high and pretend that they just don't care. Running wild and free, my imagination takes it from there. Girls in cars I love girls in cars 